More than a century ago, a sailing ship was stranded off the coast of South America. The ship was stranded for weeks, and the captain grew desperate because his crew was dying of thirst. And then on the horizon, a steamship appeared. Well, the captain cried out, we need water, give us water. Someone from the steamship yelled back, lower your buckets where they are. Well, the captain, again, furious, cried out, we need water, give us water. And again, the response came back, lower your buckets where they are. And then they sailed away. Well, the captain was beside himself, went down below deck, and a yeoman decided, well, I'm going to lower a bucket. Brought up the bucket, tasted the water, and it was fresh water. The ship was struck just out of sight of the mouth of the Amazon River. For all those weeks, they were sitting right on top of all the fresh water they needed. With the second reading from the book of Revelation this Sunday should sound familiar to us. It surrounds us. Behold, the dwelling of God is with the human race. He will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself will be with them. Kind of like those sailors sitting all that time on the fresh water, we often miss this basic truth of our Christian faith. God is with us. God has drawn close to us. In fact, in the person of Jesus Christ, God visited his people. Now we can see God and touch God and hear God. You might be thinking, well, that was 2,000 years ago. Now Jesus has risen, ascended back to heaven. But remember, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus is with us here today. The God of history is now present in mystery. Through the sacred mystery, the sacraments of the church, Jesus is still with us. But how many people fail to see the presence of Jesus here with us in the Eucharist? It's kind of like those sailors, again, sitting on that fresh water and not realizing it. Let's face it, many Americans have kind of a deistic view of God in the world. What's deism? It's this view that, well, okay, God created the world, but then God's removed from his creation, and the world's just kind of evolving on its own. God doesn't really impact my daily life. Here's an image of deism. It's kind of like God being a watchmaker who winds up a watch and now the watch is unwinding on its own. That's not the Christian God. St. Thomas Aquinas said, don't think of creation just as a moment long, long ago, but God is actually creating the world at every moment. God is holding all things in existence at every moment. God holds us in existence with every breath we take. We cannot exist apart from God. St. Paul reminds us God isn't somewhere way out there. No, he says, you are God's building. That's how close God wants to be to us. He wants to dwell in our souls. That's why Teresa of Avila, a great mystic, wrote the interior castle. She found God within herself, within her soul. This is a good reminder to live in the truth then that we're never alone. God is with us. With the reading from Revelation goes on, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. Behold, I make all things new. Dr. Peter Kraft is a professor at Boston College, and he put it this way, Jesus is gradually making a new you. The new you will have no tears, and it will have no sin. 
It will have no tears because it will have no sin. If you saw the heavenly, your heavenly self now, you probably would not recognize it. You might even be tempted to worship it because it would look like Jesus. You see, this is the new you that God wants to bring about within each one of us. He wants to make each one of us another Christ, an altar Christus. We're all a work in progress. God is making each one of us new, stripping us slowly but surely of our old life of sin, our attachments, our self-love, informing us to be another Christ. Listen to the words of St. Augustine speaking to the newly baptized. He says, I quote, Let us rejoice and give thanks, for we have become not Christians, but Christ. Marvel and rejoice, we have become Christ. End quote. Here's another way to think about it. Last Sunday, we had Good Shepherd Sunday, and Jesus says, I am the gate, and we must pass through the gate to enter life. Well, if Jesus is the gate and the way to life, then to pass through the gate means we must be configured to Christ. We must look like Jesus. How are we configured to Christ? How do we become a new Christ? Well, the keys in the gospel. Jesus says, love one another as I have loved you. We're configured to Christ by loving the way Jesus loves. The renowned artist Paul Gustav Dorr once lost his passport while traveling in Europe, and he got to a border crossing and explained his predicament. He told the guards, I'm Paul Gustav Dorr. I'm the, the famous artist. Well, the officials were like, yeah, okay, well, we have people all the time trying to pass the border, claiming to be somebody they're not. Well, Dor persisted. And finally, the guard said, okay, we'll give you a test. They handed him a pencil and a sheet of paper and said, sketch these peasants nearby. Well, Dor did it so quickly and skillfully that the guards were convinced that he really was who he claimed to be. His actions confirmed his identity. The gospel tells us everyone will know you are my disciples if you love one another. Our identity will be known. We will be configured to Jesus when we love like he did. By our patience, our kindness, our forgiveness. By the fact that we don't brood over injuries. By our willing to put others before ourselves. By the sacrifices we make for others. All these ways we show love and people we will know we were are Christians by our love. The only way now that we can follow this way of love, of course, is to live our lives in communion with Jesus. We can't practice this life of charity apart from Christ. So we turn now to Jesus in the Eucharist. It's here that Jesus gives us his own heart. When we receive Holy Communion, we become what we receive. We become the body of Christ. We are made new. We are configured to Jesus. And we're sent forth to bear witness to his love in the world.